0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit EshelPublications.com. Okay, good. Um, the parish is Noach, and the first piece we're going to look at is on page 84, Torah Ben at the bottom. He says, all the animals that became extinct. Nimchum in they became physically extinct. Ukhoisum in a and their Ruchnistikes shores became extinct. Ukvayedata kohos isle monipula bashfulim. You know that all of the kohos above have some sort of proxy, let's call it, down at the, at the um, in our world. It doesn't mean they actually got destroyed. They stopped um, they stopped uh, their shoots from growing in this world.. And they also couldn't get um, the hashbar that comes generically to the Bria. The and being all, all um, types of drawing on, um, let's call it nourishment for a better word, from the, from the spiritual uh, Elyonim, The only thing that remained during the Mabu was just a generic hashpah that the world would the afterwards, but in a specific way all animals died and so on and so forth. I want to talk about two implications of Sabina Um It's kind of, uh, let's put it this way, what's the word? So it's, it's, it is mystical, it's uh, dealing with uh, concepts that are above us a bit. But I do want to um, speak about two ramifications. One of the things that we find in the structure of nature is the interdependency of the entire Bria. And um, now that ecology has become a very, very important study, um, you keep getting more and more um, stories of how one specific element of an ecology has been affected and it destroyed everything. So there was an island where they got rid of X bug, X mosquito, and the whole thing turned topsy-turvy because that used to feed this, and it used to feed something else, it used to take out something else, and so on and so forth. We, we can ask ourselves, during the model, many species became extinct. What happened? And the answer is, once their roots are no longer producing our world, so to speak, the, the world doesn't need it. <laughs> in other words, the way we look at it, certainly from the Kabbalah perspective, is that in the various the yonim. Are need to express themselves in factonim and therefore you can't eliminate one without affecting the other because each species has a deeper reason for existing. Once a Kodesh cuts it off from the root, then it doesn't need that anymore in a sense. The world can regroup itself into another formation. It all depends on, on the Shoresh it's coming from. That's one point. A second point um, that's sort of being hinted at and I think is very important is... Um, One of the ways of dealing with many of the scientific um, issues with the Torah and its history of the world is um, dating and many things like that that are based on physical phenomena that seem to be immutable for us. For instance, radioactive decay. is is to us a, a law of nature. Now, something I've read something fascinating quite recently. There is a scientist who discovered um, this was this I read in a in a very mainstream it's not, not uh, something exotic. Um, that during solar flare ups, there is a change in radiation emitted by radioactive elements. Um, it's extraordinary. Now, um, the, the the it means there are some massive phenomena that affect these things. In other words, we don't we don't know um, that radioactive decay is absolute. It's just been our experience like that. But it's been it's you know whenever there flare ups, reactive decay changes, and during. During the Mabul, there was n- the Mabul wasn't just water overflowing, there was some fundamental changes in the Bria. When we're talking on a Kabbalah level that, it, that El Yonim changed, translated to practical things, it means there were some fundamental, fundamental changes in the Bria, and those fundamental changes may have affected these things. Um, it, 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 the marble wasn't just a lot of things dying, like a monsoon or, or a tsunami. It was it, it was a, a something at a very deep level in the rear and therefore, we're sort of at a loss to extrapolate from our phenomena back in time. Okay, the next one is an arcada that explains about the significance of the story of the marble. What was what, that all about? There's actually two arcades, three arcades here. One, Um, um he so says the following, let me um, give the bigger picture and then we'll see what he says it, it, the, the, the point is going to be that the point of the model was to teach us Emuna in Bria Sa'olam by the uh, by looking at the opposite of Bria for instance if i say that this room is standing on top of this pillar it's the same as saying take the pillar away the room will no longer stand um, i can see the I, I can i can ascertain this first of all by seeing the building standing on just on this pillar and then taking the pillar away and having the building collapse um briol was who that's one narration And the second narration is that, take away of Sashpur, the world comes to ruin. So he starts off by saying, it's a given that everything that's a true opposite can be known from one of the two ways. I mean, the most he gives is, if dry things, um, if, if when things dry, they come together, when you pour a lot of water on them, they dissolve. Um, so knowing one without the other, I logically know that to be true, but it helps a lot when I see both hairs. And this is, even though we we know theoretically by knowing one end of the equation what the what the opposite is. But when I actually experience both sides, for his Sula Kulsofi that takes away any um doubts. It says there are two there are two reasons why we'd like to experiment on both sides. One is maybe I made a mistake. You know, I, I thought that's is the, what I saw, the phenomenon, but it's not true. And as a second point, and this is a logical point, there are properties um, of things that are not essential. For instance, imagine if every pencil that I ever saw was yellow. So I feel comfortable making a statement that yellow pencils write. But it's only when I take a piece of wood and I paint it purple and it still writes as a pencil, that I said to myself, I made a mistake. Because we don't always know if I'm seeing a certain quality of it, it's essential or not. Um, So so therefore, he says, seeing something both in its positive and its converse give us the truth of something in a way that... So once we recognize something to be true both in its positive and its negative, then we say yes and um, it is absolutely true. The de um, Metel says, we learn from this, that if somebody wants to know the truth of anything, you need to test it on all sides. Um, and it's a very simple. If somebody wants to test the heart medication, well, he, he wants to see people getting healed, and he wants to see people without medication not getting healed, because if everybody in the experiment got healed, the people who took medication, who didn't take medication, would be one and the same. Um, the, the, uh, so, so this was why the Marble is a very, very um, important story. He says, because we've seen from Isaac Raschus the truth of Akash in the world and how it's, his uh, it Deep Purim I think that brought into being and, and we see Akash Baruch who's we see of Akash existence and the fact that he brought the world into being with his wisdom and and uh now he says the the um from this we would um understand that if Akash person chooses not to want the world it would stop from existence but he says it's still important to have actually witnessed it and at least convey to us what happens when the world um, is, the, is, is doesn't do Ratsan Hashem? So the beginning of Raisis should make it. should make it. Um, con, you know, sh- should should, should uh, um, establish in our minds that okay everything. Everything is called Ratsan, But the Mabul really hammers it in by seeing what happens on the on the opposite. Says, so two important things came as a result of a marble. To take away the two spakes that we said before. We said before, when you see only the positive, A, you might have made a mistake, your, your, your machinery might have been spoiled or whatever. And two, we might have hit on, on, a, on a real phenomena, but maybe it was just kind of um, incidental not essential. so he says and First And first of all, being that gracious may not be so known. The Mabul is much more known. Um so so that's one. Um he says, you know, Noah was the only human to live through this whole marble, and they could relate this the, the 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 story of the marble the um and, and they would continue so, so basically in, in in one sense this is a reaffirmation simply by experiencing it that that would be connected the first um issue of maybe we got it wrong next secondlyov to really um to, to 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 draw the experiment logically on both sides, because sipo ma'aseh brisham su mitzad machatich labriyam emetzi zakeim ashchalim tzavu The the telling of ma'aseh brishis confirms what happened from the positive side. Vezeas sipo yamsayu mitzadah headavafisa shasige, and this story confirms it by seeing the. um Absolute negation of the bria from when they disregard. It's very interesting when the Rambam defines in the most basic of The Rambam defines in what Akharis Baruch Hu is, and, and you know he defines Akharis Baruch Hu as being the the, um, the the being that exists and gave the world its existence. And The Rambam adds two more details or two more formulas. He, he, after he defines it, he says, and if we were to imagine that a, the entire world wouldn't exist at all, God would not be affected by it in any way, and were it possible to imagine God's non-existence, then there is no way to imagine the existence of the world. In other words, the Rambam himself in in your Torah that's how it defines Hashem, and because defining the negative as well, um, if A then B doesn't tell me enough, because maybe if C then B, and if D then B, and then, uh, uh, if A then B does not tell me that A and B are absolutely tied together, but if I say, and if not A, not B, then I know for sure that A and only A is what brings B into For those of you wondering, if you would just have if not A, then not B, then it may be that A wouldn't be B either. Uh, you know, it, it's not, it um, doesn't say yet anything. But, but when I make the two statements, if A, then B, and if not A, not B, that means A is the essential cause of B. And it's um, what they call it, universal, sufficient, uh, it's absolute. With, yeah. with With um, Noah with, with the first shot where he's talking about Noach and his children, and you right. know, if if they were if they were tzadik like the so to them there was no Safa. They knew right. they knew the existence. I mean, wouldn't right. have been more more you know if they would have shown if they would have existed a Russia to show this type of right in their times, not right. in, so. Almost it's just a. Is it arrived for us the generations afterwards, and now it was for them. I guess for us it's more it's more of a personal narrative by Bria Solum, nobody was around to watch it, so it's just Mauritius' first impression of the world was God and so on, but the marble they pass through it and they and now they have a narrative to tell their kids a, a personal narrative rather than just uh, an idea that's what we must have, we we when we make kiddish, for instance we we say um it, 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 almost everywhere and one of the reasons is because Priya is really not something that we are around to witness so, so we, we, we may know it to be true and uh, believe it to be true but it's it's nothing we can relate to okay so it says so the second part is and the second one is uh, to give um to give over Shane as some of the Morphus to Schnee to give both parts of it. The whole the Umos, the Umma, or and Shan or the also in because when we think of Akarishparu as being the master of nature it really puts the fear of him on us it's one thing if if everybody's got to play by the rules of of, of nature then you know i kind of uh, I'll, I'll figure it out we'll, we'll, we'll work around it um, but if I, if all the laws of nature are bottled of Akarishparu then Akarishparu's um it, it it imposes your survival so then he adds a piece here. A very interesting piece. the um, the the um there are some Khachmi in the later generations that have really done something unusual. Vahim, um, Mimvatlin, besides the Koyseris, a Chachma, or Miman, and Mohomose Philosophus, Mohomashan, the Connectum, I guess, Shundavin Pinais Tassayem. Um, the, the, they they try very hard to abrogate all elements, um, all, all facts, ideas, concepts that stand. In the way of what they choose to believe. I'll explain in a second. Like um, you know, as do the 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 goyim believe very firmly. in in so he says, take a look. He says the goyim are very firm. Whenever they hear something in science that contradicts their religion they reject science they khakhamim they khakhamim our khakhamin because of grecima filosofia yvanis because they've gotten caught up with the greek philosophy they do their best to to um, reject the Nisim that a korrespach has done in even though they are famous, and even though its truth is verified universally, It's the opposite of the Gemara and the Medjush who keep telling us other nisim a these philosophers, they tried very hard to twist the psukim, to to, to destroy the the, the, the most um, publicized muslim. Um, so he says, so, 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 let's explain a little bit what he's talking about. Um, Spain was a very interesting place. Um, even though, in the general Jewish histories, the Golden Era of Spain is, is listed as a Golden Era, and it was wonderful and great, from a religious point of view, it was a problematic era and Jews had it good there, by and large, there were periods of time were pretty bad, but by and large they were acculturated. The Jews also were very affected by the, I don't know if the Greek philosophers, as much as the Jewish Jewish hanger-ons to the rational approach, quote-unquote, which was that nature could not possibly change. But the Torah is true; they didn't deny that, so they found a natural way of describing things in the torah. um I remember when I was a, a, a young boy, there was this uh, this joke that was published always like must um, sort it of two dozen times um that a kid came home from Talmud Torah in those days was the afternoon schools um and you know many kids, even like kind of orthodox kids, went to it. And he and they and he was Pesos, and says, We learned about the Jews' redemption from Egypt. He said, Yeah, what happened? Well, they came to the ocean and Moses called in the engineers and they built pontoon bridges and this, that whole thing. And he said, Really? That's what he told you? So the kid says, Mom, you'd never believe what they told us. This is this you know, this this makes sense. The the um the, the, the Ral Bag, who was a Tom Chochem, he was a grantor, Ramban. The, the Ral Bag worked very hard at trying to explain the Nisim as mega phenomena of a natural order. In other words, they were unusual phenomena and hashgacha, but they never, never c- crossed the laws of nature. The morale goes to town on him, big time. And a few reasons. First of all, it certainly is not the thrust of the psukim. I mean, it's very hard. You're really, really up, up pushing it to the limit. One. Two, what's the problem? You know, what's the, what's the problem? Why can't. It's one thing if you say a person did something, you say, okay. Uh, you know w- why? Why is that more plausible? What do you mean it's more plausible that Kadosh Baruch Hu made them blind instead of brought choishah to the world? I mean, what's what's what? How do we apply the word plausible to Kadosh Baruch Hu? Um, Third of all, that it, 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 the reason why they're saying is not because they were learning a commission, they said this sounds like more pshat. It's because there was a disinfluence on the outside, a secular influence that chose to veer away from it, um, and and. Um, the morale really is sharp about it. He's also very sharp about it. That this this trying very hard to put in a Pirushim that will will work well with the laws of nature, but don't work well with the Psukim is is something that um it's not you know, it 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 came from an alien influence and it's wrong. And he says that that's why the, um, he says, uh, the, the marvel needs to be understood as a cataclysm, as something that happened that was incredible. It, w- it was something that really, really, um, w- 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 laws of nature went haywire. And yes, a person should never, never believe laws of nature went haywire, except that a who who's instituted nature, so then what's the problem believing one or the other? Um that's what he, that's what he says it. So so he's um it's interesting because Takeda was an open safer, you know, he's he he it, it, the, he did have you know, his term his terminology philosophical and he uses Aristotle as a safer Aristotle's um safe safer Midas, um which is Nicomedean ethics. Um he uses it as almost a science book. He calls by Aristotle. There's no, there's no problem that those those things that and many and and there are many that Aristotle got it right. He almost considers it a fact. But the approach to terror that terror needs to be seen with philosophical light, because the world only has natural cause and effect. That, that he says is something that is, is is preposterous. Okay, we'll hold it here, Mr. Ship.